Hi, and welcome to episode 95 of the Studio Insider Art Podcast. It's a fresh new year and a new podcast season. So in today's episode, Steph and I are talking about some of the big projects we have planned for 2022. Neither of us are big ones for micromanaging our art businesses, but each of us do have a couple of big projects coming up this year that we're excited to share about. Join us as we chat about crowdfunding your next project, creating e-courses that feel very in the flow, relocating to another country, and creating a brilliant art database. I'm Suze Nethercote and this is the Studio Insider Art Podcast, where I open up about what it's really like to be a professional artist. Whether I'm having chats with my studio bestie Steph, interviewing inspiring creatives or answering listener questions, there's something here for every established and emerging artist. My mission is that my journey will help you feel a bit more at home in your own. I also want to let you know that my free annual painting as a practice challenge that I run every February is about to begin. So if you'd like to paint along with me and hundreds of other artists this February, you can download my free prompts and access my free mini e-course, How to Paint as a Practice, on the challenge page on my website, susannethercotestudio.com forward slash challenge. Fresh New Year, hey. How are you? Oh, good. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm excited to be in 2022 and looking forward to what's coming. Yeah? Yeah. So good stuff. I, I thought it might be fun to just have a chat about kind of, you know, how our year is shaping up and things that we're looking forward to. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I think you're like me and you don't have like a complete solid plan, but you've got a few things, big things that are on the horizon. So I thought it'd be fun to just unpack that a bit. Yeah, and I think it's a good time because we always both take a break over January, which is our summer holidays yes, here. because and we like to be sane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. But. No, oh, well, you know, <laughs> we get such little warm weather here. We really do just have to stop and make the most of it, I think. And also I just need a break. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. But once you're well rested, it's time to like jump back into exciting things again you know it is mm. so what what have you got coming up Steph? Well, what are you what are you what are some things on the horizon for you for 2022 okay well there's a bit of a backstory so bear with me Alrighty. right so i am still madly in love with my ceramic work loving that and i'm trying to resolve some technical stuff around my firing process okay so late in the year last year i bought a kiln blumming bargain thrilled about it until I got it home and realized that there isn't enough power supplied to my home to power this kiln. And just for backstory, it's like there's not enough power to your street to supply the kind of power you need. So it's kind of a large problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a brand new house would have the power, but we don't. It's an old home with old power lines and I'd have to upgrade the power line coming to like too hard basket. So what I've decided to do instead is buy a new kiln, make an investment and find the money to make it happen. Awesome. So what's the plan for finding the cash? Ask for it. Oh, <laughs> how, how wonderful yeah. and in- innovative. Well, no, it is actually because talk about how you're planning to do this because we did have a little chat about this before and I think it's such a great topic to yeah. chat about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I reckon it'll be live by the time we send this 
this podcast comes out, mm. but I'm still brainstorming that a little bit. So the general idea is to do um, a crowdfunding mm-hmm. situation and offer various rewards for various donations ah, which you might be able to help me think through well I'll, I'll definitely be able to buy one from you because i just <laughs> bought about eight of your ceramics today so is that what you're planning on offering ceramics from the new kiln i think so yeah yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah and, and you made a lot of really beautiful work to the end toward the end of last year yeah. so you know, people can see what you can make because yeah. you've already been doing it. You just haven't been firing it in your own kiln. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I've been using a friend's tiny little kiln and also a firing service here in, here in Ballarat at the uni. But honestly, it's not practical or financially viable to keep doing that. Yeah. As I've realised this, this passion is here to stay, mm. I need to have my own equipment to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. So Well, I feel like doubly for you because you're the kind of creative that's multi-passionate and, mm-hmm. you know, I've I'm, I'm been loving seeing you fall back in love with ceramics because it was, you know, the first medium that you mm-hmm. really trained in and fell in love with. Yeah. And it's happened so, like, in a way that has felt quite natural yeah. and very led by you know, your desire to heal and soothe. And that is, to me, the perfect place to be approaching your art from. And because I think both of us have that focus, don't we, around whatever we're creating has to support our well-being. Yes. And so you need to have that equipment there so that you can be doing that when you need to do that. And you need your painting studio there to be doing that when you need to do that because the reality is that we shift from thing to thing and are led by what feels right in the moment and I'm also the sort of person that creates my best work in a home type environment I don't like going to a workplace I procrastinate and don't show up for myself being able to pop into my studio and just quickly do something or get absorbed in something in a moment is really valuable to my practice so I totally get that. Yeah. I'm the same. Like when I, I need to be able to just do it and do it then. And we're I, maybe that's like a feature of our neurodiversity, do you think? It's Could like be. we've got to jump on those moments when they occur because we actually are very productive in and those we, spontaneous yeah. moments. If yeah. we overthink those impulses, it's the death of good work. Yeah, it is for <laughs> us, isn't it? Because yes. it's, so, you know, because this is this is the thing I'm constantly unpacking the more that, you know, I get used to myself within the framework as a woman with ADHD, having had that late-in-life diagnosis and you're pretty sure you are that mm-hmm. you don't have the formal stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like realising that, yes, there are challenges that come with that, but there are also superpowers. And oh, what yeah. we're just talking about there is one of them, like being able to, jump on and swiftly work on something we're passionate about. There is a magic in that and the kind of work we create in those moments that's some of our best work. Yeah. So you have to give yourself the equipment and the space to do it. You do. So I love that you're going to crowdfund this. Yes. And I hope everyone out there is going to go and have a look at what you're creating and we'll be sure to drop some links in so that people can do that. Yeah, so my idea is to set something up, you know, where I set my goal and have one of those little moving bars that shows how close I am or not cool. to my goal. Yep. And offer a very, very tiered rewards. So I'm thinking of selling the ceramics that I'm creating as a reward. I think there's something special about putting it into that system rather than just on my website. 
because it's yes. like it's it's measurable towards this outcome that I'm seeking. You know, it's absolutely like, and re- so yeah. tangibly related. Yeah, and so, your work is beautiful. Like, thanks. you know, I literally just bought heaps of them and. I love them. They're so beautiful. Like yeah. you're a very accomplished potter. Thank you. I am. I'm going to take that compliment. Do because they're it. beautiful pieces. <laughs> so, you know, even if you're not intending to buy these from Steph, please go and take a look at her mm. work that she's got on offer because it's really gobsmackingly beautiful and oh, I now thanks. have it everywhere in my home. You're so sweet. But it's true. Thank you for being And, you know, and this is, you know, I'm sure everyone out there feels a bit the, about I like I do about you, Steph, and wants to support you. So, you know, I'm really glad that you're giving yourself the opportunity Thanks. to be able to uh, say what you need and give people the opportunity to support you because if we can't do that as creatives yeah. with each other. And yeah. yet, you know, and you're they're very nicely priced your pieces too. So Thanks. those rewards are going to be very tangible yeah. for people. So I'm thinking those will be the lower level rewards and then I'm thinking of offering something a bit special Ooh. of maybe a one-on-one workshop or a Ooh. studio hang or a Zoom chat catch-up cuppa. I don't know. I don't, I'm still refining that, but I like the idea of, like you say, we have cheerleaders in our lives. Sometimes they're friends and family and sometimes it's beyond. And I know from my own experience that when other people in my creative world have run similar campaigns, I always jump on and Yeah, me too, actually. And they wouldn't and often there'll be things that I wouldn't ordinarily like Mm -hmm. seek out to purchase, but because of my connection to that person and also just I'm really very much in admiration of people taking that leap and mm. backing themselves and inviting other people to back them that you want to support them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it makes me feel great when I do it for other people. Yeah. So I'm going to allow myself to accept that love yeah. from my own cheerleaders. That's you know? so fantastic. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my plan, fingers crossed. So that's kind of the first thing you've got happening mm. that's like a big thing for 2022. Yeah, what about you? Oh, well, I have a new e-course that I've been tinkering away what? in the past, like forever. It's actually been a really long time, but but I really am in love with this one and I have kind of, you know, quietly introduced it on social media, et cetera, and it's, an, it's a watercolour e-course. Beautiful. And it's called Be Like Water, oh. which is which is a quote from the Tao Te Ching, which is around, around there's a lot of references to water being an incredible meditative thing that you can focus on in life because, you know, we always talk about going with the flow, for example, you Mm -hmm. know, and following flow. And there are so many beautiful, rich ways to relate to watercolour in relation to water and, and within an arts practice, really letting go of you know, any idea that you have that of what you're going to create and allowing yourself to really be present with the medium. And I feel like watercolour is such a beautiful medium for helping us to relax and accept what comes and work yeah. with what comes in our art practice. So I've actually, this has been my favourite course to create thus far because of the richness of what, you know, is available to us through that process. I did a painting as a practice last June 2021, which was a painting as a practice month, which I do every year. It's usually in February. And yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with that 
at the time of this recording, there may be one running in February or March, but I, and I'll explain why that is in a minute. But yeah, I just love that as a therapeutic medium in the middle of the COVID lockdowns. It was so beautiful and I so fell in love with the medium, but I came to it from a really different perspective, which isn't that formal Western focus on, it's a very exacting medium in in the tradition of Western art, almost to the point where I felt scared of it. Well, please say how you feel about that because I'm really interested to know your reflection. Well, actually, I'm going to reflect something you said right back at you, which is about how within the Western style of art, it's about almost over control. It's about taking something that's not designed to do that thing. <laughs> yes. And then wrestling it into that shape. Yeah. 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 Whereas. And per- having such perfect, te- perfect <laughs> technical knowledge that you can make it do what you want to do, which is, yes, kind of yeah. the opposite to what the I'm opposite. interested in doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you say, it's more of a Eastern philosophy of following the flow and allowing the qualities of a medium to shine. and <laughs> Yeah, totally. And that's exactly like what the course is about and why I chose a quote from the Tao Te Ching as the title because I feel like kind of what I've done in this course is I've taken the best of Eastern philosophy in relationship to painting because it's there's quite a mystical backstory to, you know, brush and ink drawing in China and East Asia and Japan, Korea, all of those countries have sort of this same root. And it's very much about its co- connection to nature but also connection to spirit mm-hmm. and capturing magic inside a moment. And, you know, they're all, they're both, both, well, all of those traditions have huge focus on water-based media. It's all ink and there are watercolour traditions within both that came a bit later, but it's all water. Like it's, yeah. it's not like there's this big oil painting tradition in the West, you know. But I use Western materials. So yeah. I use beautiful um, predominantly Daniel Smith watercolours in most of my work and they're just incredibly beautiful. A lot of them are derived from, you know, semi-precious stones that are actually ground down. I use pigments of my own that I've made myself. And, but I'm using them often with, you know, Sumi E brushes, et cetera, that come from there. So my whole approach is really very different to mm. a lot of other courses out there and very much about capturing the magic and the spirit of the experience of, of painting with watercolour from that Eastern standpoint, but using Western paper yeah. and a lot of the brushes are Western as well. And it's that thing of the process. It is t- it? It's exactly what it is, isn't it? Like mm. it's bringing it back to making making that process a truly joyful and surprising experience. That's mm. the other thing I love about watercolour. It's mm. it's like a science experiment every time, you know, you put two different pigments together and they will do different things, you know, different pigments interact differently with each other. It's, I know yeah. it's a similar thing with ceramics right like it's so the chemistry it is a chemistry thing but just such a lovely process so so I've just yeah just really excited about bringing this e-course to everyone out there and and I hope they're going to enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed making it so yeah that's great I mean I'm thinking back to the watercolor work you created maybe mid last year the blue series oh that was like the year before yes yeah, it was. It's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. 
But it was that, I think what I loved about watching that evolve with you was that we were seeing that experimentation in real time. Yeah. You know, it's like you'd share these beautiful little video stories on your socials where, you know, the the, the pigments would just be bleeding together mm. or you'd be tipping the page and allowing them to run or adding water and seeing what happens. Like you say, that meditative moment of just being so in the process that you're not attached to an outcome. You're just exploring a material and seeing what happens. Well, that's it. And actually most of the videos that I ended up selecting to include in the course were shot during that phase. So a lot of the best work I made was in that very experimental zone and I captured it all. So that's, you know, kind of the way I work with e-courses. I just video everything and then it kind of, I figure out which are the best learning experiences for people. And it was really interesting to see that the best learning experiences for people coming into it and what I wanted to share were actually pieces that I made that were very experimental in me trying new things, not just, you know, filming an e-course because I'm filming an e-course. And there's something magic about that, like, because it's, they're the truly rich moments as an artist where I feel excited and that's the pieces I want to share, Yeah, you know. I don't want to kind of come back and re-record, you know, a particular project, which I think is kind of how a lot of e-courses are made, sort of I'm going to make this project and demonstrate this and it's all there. Like I've captured it all and you're able to see all of that. But it captures, I feel like, what's the real juice behind good art, which are those moments which often aren't captured, you know? Like when you feel that excitement as an artist about what just happened. Yeah. Hey, friends. Just popping in to let you know that it's that time again, the Painting as a Practice free painting challenge that I run every February. I created this month-long painting challenge two years ago to help my community of artists to establish and nurture a regular painting practice, share the journey and cheer each other along. Since then, this challenge has helped thousands of artists worldwide and is absolutely free to join. I provide you with 28 prompts, one for each day of February 2022, but you can totally decide on how many days you'll paint. I, for example, will be painting on weekdays, but not weekends. I like to call it a soft challenge because I think we all need a bit of flexibility built into all challenges. I also have a free mini e-course called How to Paint as a Practice that will help you learn all about how to create a successful art practice and make the most out of your challenge month. So if you'd like to join me and access all my freebies this February 2022, simply go to the challenge page on my website, susannethercottestudio.com forward slash challenge, or simply click the link in the show notes. And if you'd like to really supercharge your art practice this February with my Painting as a Practice trilogy of e-courses, you can get 20% off all courses and bundles for the month of February by using the code FEB22 at the checkout. I'll see you there. So anyway, that's that's the big thing that's happening in the start of 2022 for me. Wow, that's but, the, big. but I have another thing, but before I get onto that, I wanted to ask you about your next big thing that's coming up in 2022. I don't know. What's, what is it? You uh, just say a that small like move to the UK. Oh, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. That oh, thing, Steph. Suits. Where's that at? 
Don't know. Long story. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But the plan, I'll tell you the plan. And and by the way, you can hear our kids running around out there because our kids are running around out there. So fun (laughs) together. So sweet. Yeah, so I'm from the UK, as you know. And but my husband is from the city where we live now. Right. Mm-hmm. And my husband is also like a toy boy. He's a bit younger than me. <laughs> he's a bit of a toy boy, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, so he's always lived here and we have visited my family in England a fair bit since, you know, we've been together. And he just loves it there. He loves the history. He loves the, I don't know, don't know what he loves, but he just loves it. And he would really like to move to the UK. And I compromised and said, I really want you to have this experience. I've lived all over the world and done that, you know, earlier in life. And I, I want him to have that too. So, yeah, the plan is to move for a year, to move for 12 yeah, months nice. to England. And it's been on the cards for a long time. We started dreaming of it in 2019 and then life happened. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Child. now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're at a different stage in life. Yeah, the plans are in motion. Yeah. But it's a lot. It is a lot, isn't it? It's a lot to organize. And I hate that type of work. It's paperwork and admin. And Mm. another big thing is figuring out where the money is going to come from, you know. Mm. Ceramics, of course, from your new kiln. (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. So, yeah, 12 months, you know, you'll get work over there. We've got to do a million and one visas. You know, it's. It's a fair effort. Find somewhere to live. Yes. Oh. And you've, got, of course, got family there and yeah, you've got lots. your daughter that, you know, you could, would benefit so much from having a relationship with them while she's yeah. young. And Yeah, that's right. She's little. The time yeah. comes where they don't give her monkeys about their grandparents. But right now she's a bit obsessed with them. So I don't know. I just think it would be a good experience. It's yeah. interesting. I have a bit of grief around leaving Australia. Well, it's really. only for a year. Yeah, Would it really only be for a year? I, you Who can knows? never say never. You and can't. I think I have that fear. Yeah. Like, what if this becomes something else? But I mean, keep explaining to my husband for him yes, it's hard work getting a job in another country when you're not there to start next month, you know? Mm-hmm. But for me, I've set this life up here to support my own weird quirks. And it's taken me a long time and I love it. And I'm leaving that behind. I'm leaving behind my support networks. I'm leaving behind my studio. I'm leaving behind my business because I have to build it again in another country and it won't look the same. It can't look the same. And then there's the added element of housing is so much more expensive and smaller in Mm. England. So studio even a small three bedroom Mm. here is quite luxurious by British standards. Yeah. So we won't be able to afford for me to have a a home studio. Mm-hmm. So then what the heck does that look like? Mm. So, yeah, lots, lots, lots of to think about. Yeah, it's big. It's big. It is big. But I think potentially could be so amazing. Well, you just never know. And, like, I'm trying to look at opportunities there, you know, like what will this life look like? I will have so much more familial support because mm-hmm. my family is very close and lovely and in that space of children and there's, there's much more of that. But bloody hell, it's cold and dark. Well, but you live in Ballarat. <laughs> yeah, this is you, exactly. This is, is this like Queensland compared to England? Exactly, yeah. yes. 
I remember once I went to, the first time I went to England, I was 21 and I was in London in January oh, and the sun God. was going down at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, what is this? It was so yeah. cold. It's like, yeah, growing up, it's like dark by the time I got home from school. Yeah. Dark as I was leaving for school. Yeah. Just very, very, very wet. Well, if you pack one thing, pack your sun lamp or buy another <laughs> one. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, uh, okay, so that's a bit of a double-edged thing for you. It's yeah. kind of you can see how it can be great, but also like there's it's a lot of work to get there, and yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there'll be exciting opportunities there, and a million. I mean, one thing that my husband and I love doing together is so nerdy, but we really like this homes and gardens. You know, like state oh, yeah, homes. Yeah, me and too. Yeah, and that's the best properties. place for it. Yeah. So, but I do think that. In his brain, he thinks every day will be like that. Well, really, it's just the daily grind. Going to work, coming home. When coming it's to dark. Go to the supermarket, <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> yeah, picking the kid up from school, yeah. all those things. But, you know, he hasn't had that experience of the no, travel. So he hasn't. Yeah. And it's a bit that I really understand. And it's the bit where, like, when you're neurodiverse and you've, you've, had to figure out how to make life work for you in this neurotypical world that the idea of moving somewhere where you have to rebuild that that is very overwhelming and I mm. hear you when you say that because I understand how big that is because both of us we're such home bodies yeah. I mean really we leave our own homes to visit each other's homes or like maybe three <laughs> other people you know like or yeah. homes and gardens so I really get the anxiety around that for you and I don't want to minimize that and go oh it's going to be so exciting because I get it like it's a pretty huge yeah yeah but you're right there are exciting elements too like my youngest brother is expecting his first child very soon and I get to be an oh, auntie and that'll be nice and after yeah. COVID not being able to see your family it'd be, be so nice to spend some solid time and it's that thing that you know with like everyone's experienced this but you know, life is short and sometimes it mm. takes something like this to show us how precious people are in our lives and that we mm. want to be around them. And like I say, I've got a toy boy husband, so his parents are a lot younger. Well, and this is the thing, right, because you and I are closer in age than you are probably to him. And, mm. you know, and my dad was really unwell actually toward the end of last year as well and they're not getting any younger. Like yeah. I have a huge desire at the moment to spend more time with them because it's I've kind of just had to confront that a little bit, you know, that endless time that everyone's here is, you know, I understand in a more tangible way that that's not always going to be the case. I think yeah. it'll still be a while, but my desire to make that a priority has changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, you know, there will be wonderful things like this. It's such a beautiful place and the opportunity for us to explore the continent, as they say. And also, like, you made some beautiful connections. I remember you telling me you were watching that. Was it the Great Pottery Throwdown, yeah. the show? I haven't seen it yet because I think it's on the one the one streaming platform we don't have. <laughs> Gosh, funny. we've got all of them since COVID happened. Yeah. Um, and... But yeah, it's like a, it's kind of like the cooking shows, but with pottery, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. and I remember you saying, I don't really want to let myself watch it because I know it will happen. And I remember you saying that to me with painting. So I understand what happens when yeah. you go, I've got to do the thing and then you're all in. 
But you've made some nice connections in the UK because yeah. that's a show coming out of the UK that's, that's right. kind of like, you know, that you've sort of sowing the seeds a little bit for yourself, yeah. there, which is really nice. And I mean, that's the joy of social media is that yeah, each is. time I've been with over the past seven or eight years, I've met up with somebody over there that I met a long time on social media. And I, it turns out they live, I don't know, down the road from my mum. And we've had yeah. a cup of tea, you Isn't know. So nice? it's not like I'm going to be completely on my own. Like you say, I connected with a contestant from that show and she runs these wonderful throwing classes in her amazing studio in her huge fancy home about a half an hour north of London. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to try and fill my field, you know, Put put my shift my perspective back to that yeah. to the fun, fulfilling, exciting things I get to do and new relationships I get to build and new ways of thinking that will then influence my practice too. I guess, and also just trusting in yourself because you're like you're such an amazing person and like it's you're such a fun person to get to know and be friends with like don't underestimate that you're going to surround yourself with people oh she's cringing (laughs) (laughs) but it's true I'm sure everyone out there that listens to this podcast feels the same well if you're in England please send me a message please look after Steph (laughs) I mean we're you know we're hoping we're going to still be able to do this still via zoom aren't we so because you were like I don't want to leave my friends I'm like Steph I really hope you'll still talk to me like (laughs) There is this internet thing and we can still communicate. And it's not the same. Well, it's not, but I think we can do our darndest to keep great conversations yeah. happening. I, I mean, actually, let's use the podcast as an excuse, hey? I actually think it would be very, for me, a really valuable record of a time in that ah, life. And so valuable it. for other people that are thinking of doing the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see how it goes because the time difference with England's so hard. Oh, so annoying. It is. It's yeah. like there's one time of the day and it's like in our evening or something that and even I, yeah, works. Too early for them and too late for me because mm. I'm like go to bed at like 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will find a way. We'll find a way. Yeah, we will. But, yeah, I mean that's that's to come in the year and we'll just see what happens. I mean, if anything, the last few years has taught us to expect the unexpected, Yeah. Totally, totally. Mm. Mm. Well, I've been had got a couple of things coming up for this year that, like, I feel like are going to be nice little anchor points. Cool. I've got my the commissions I'm doing for AGES Art Prize, mm-hmm. and that's been a really nice little anchor point for me financially. Like, it's like commission work, really, where you have known income coming in. Okay. But it's also made me feel a little bit braver about maybe in 2022 I might even apply for a couple more things. Yeah. I want to exercise that muscle a little bit. Great. Good for you. And that's not something I've really previously given a lot of attention to, but I'd like to just try that out. Okay. A bit more because it's such a fear area for me applying Mm. for things that I think, you know, now that I'm having treatment for ADHD, I feel a lot less sensitive to rejection. Yeah. And just putting things in perspective much better. And even basic things like the admin of submitting. (laughs) Well, that was going to be the second thing I was going to talk about actually. Um, 
Yeah, I've been doing a lot of work since, and again, something else that's happened since being medicated for ADHD and my, now that my executive functioning is so much improved, I've been tackling some of the internal systems in my business and the way that I run things because right. I'd love to bring on a bit more admin assistance in mm. the studio. But I realized sort of late last year that before I do that, I really want to get something in place that is a more a, a system that makes sense. And I actually couldn't even figure out what that would be until I had, you know, started firing that neural pathway where everything just makes so much more sense and the logical sequence of things appears much more obviously to me. So I've been doing a bit of work with a mutual friend of ours, Mars, Mm -hmm. who's awesome. They're an artist as well. Mm -hmm. And we've been putting together a whole new centralised record system for my art like a big database because I found that like as time's gone on and the the picture of the business has become so much more broad like I've got I'm making artwork and now I'm doing prints and then recently like I've vastly expanded the prints beyond like I was offering paper prints now I'm offering like framed prints yeah I've got licensing projects with various people all over the world there's all these moving parts that like you know it got to it's it was all manageable for a while in my dinky little way of doing it and using Google spreadsheets, which quite frankly, even that was a huge deal for me to even yeah, do that. Yeah. But it has gotten to a point where it's like I really needed something that was much more centralised and made much more sense. So we've put in a lot of work on this and right. Mars has been amazing with helping me to find the systems that would work best for me. And, yeah. I'm excited, nerdily excited about my organisation that's evolving behind the scenes in my business that's making things feel like I can grow in a sane way and feeling Uh, like I could bring someone in and go, this is how I do it and that it actually makes sense and we're not going to have to yet again reinvent the wheel later for a better system. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean because when I came on board all that time ago, you were going through that with your email Ah, uh, yeah. And it was hard work. It is so, it takes up so much time. There are so it many does. moving parts to an art business once you sort of get into a certain level. But also, the people who were supporting you, which at the time was Laura and I, that was not our expertise either. Well, that's it, right? So we were all sort of muddling along and trial and error got us there. But this time you've outsourced and got an expert in. Yeah, and brilliant because Mars has a former life as a systems analyst. Mm -hmm. So they have an amazing handle on what systems work best for businesses, but they're also an artist. Yeah. A working artist. Yeah. And so that in itself has been an invaluable combination. I'd love to have Mars on at some stage on the podcast. So hopefully they'll come on and have a chat with us and because I think there's so much value there for other artists because I know it's a challenge for a lot of artists out there. It is, and I can attest how much I learnt from us because in 2010, Yes, you're the one who put me onto us. Yeah, we ran an art gallery together and it was that combination of my (laughs) risk-taking and an ability to connect with humans and their ability to contain that within systems and you know make everything make sense (laughs) absolutely and yeah I remember last year you'd brought you had been hanging out with Mars yeah 
and there were these all these amazing things you've been doing with like, did you know that you can bulk upload <laughs> artwork to Squarespace from a spreadsheet? And I was like, well, that would be awesome if I could use a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> but the so, system we've come up with, it's just so good and it actually is great for my brain. Must really heard what I was saying about having problems with spreadsheets and data in squares and has found a system that you can you can change the way it appears to you so for however your brain works best yeah right so it's a big change and it's one that like I, I it's going to take time to get in, in place but just things like you know what it enables me to do is I can have one big master spreadsheet that contains all the information that relates to each artwork because some artwork is like licensed to one company for wall decor, to another company for jigsaws, to another company for rugs. And you've got to be really careful you don't license it to another company. Like it actually becomes very complex. And also I'm constantly communicating with those spreadsheets with people like Fine Art Printer and a photographer. Mm -hmm. And they don't need the whole spreadsheet. They only need (laughs) the fields that are relevant to them. So what this system enables me to do is like just give them the information they need and not all the rest of it, but still have it living in one place. Yeah. And there's automations and things built in. It's fully nerdy stuff. It's fully nerdy, but like nerdiness I've needed in my life. But I couldn't cope with it before until my brain was firing better. So it's exciting for me to be able to do it. Yeah. And it's building systems that take an investment of time, energy, learning. Yes. But really pay off in the long term. Yes. That's a big leap. It does. And you know what else? And this probably is relevant for you. It means you can be more location independent because Mm. if you have all of that information living on a cloud-based system and you need that information for someone, you can be anywhere in the world and get it. Yeah, so true. But the thing I probably love most about what what Mars has built for me is – I can take a photo and this is what actually you were doing. You said, look what Mars set up for me. I'm like, oh, my God, I need them in my life. Yeah, but you were also like, I can't do that. That's too hard. But I can now, Yeah. now that my brain's working. So what we can do is take a photo on our phone, record the dimensions of the artwork, all of that vital information, weigh it, all of those things that you need for various website platforms, such as like I need a weight to put it in for when I sell on Blue Thumb, right? Yeah. So it's really annoying when you have every other bit of data, but then you have to get it down off the shelf to weigh the thing because you didn't weigh it when you first (laughs) had it in your hand. Yeah. So we can put all that data in on the phone and it enters directly into the database in the appropriate fields. So it's less double handling, including the image, which is amazing. Yeah, so for less, visual people, we like seeing a description or a name is not the same as the image flashing up. Oh, yeah, I know what that one is. Yeah, anyway, yeah. the more I'm talking about the more I'm going to go, I'm going to stop there. Okay. I think we're <laughs> going to have to invite Mars to come in and talk about these sorts of systems because there's one that they've designed for me, but there are all kinds of other options for other people and I can I know that this is a need area for a lot of creatives. Anyway. Well, I have the joy of... Um, Having an expert to help you with something. Oh, my gosh. It's worth its weight in gold, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to think through some parts of my life that need an expert. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen. go astray, you know, and, you know, it's kind of full circle, like ask for what you want, right? Yes, ask for what you want. So, like, I don't have, I don't know about you, but, like, I, I no longer do that thing where I'm like, this year I'm going to achieve blah, 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 that whole thing is just done for me. 
I don't, I just like, I want to be present with what's, what crosses my path and respond to it. That's my plan for 2022. Wow. I like that. And I guess I'm putting myself in a situation where I have to relinquish some control as well and adopt that mentality of, all right, well, let's go with the flow a bit. So what well, happens? yeah, which kind of sits well with the whole be like water thing. Like yeah. the the way the messages for from that course that I've gotten for myself through creating it have been so affirming because I mean, how often have we talked about going with the flow? Yeah, Nearly yes. every episode. Like, <laughs> I mean, if there's a mantra, it's that, right? Like for for both of us, I think. Like every time either of us gets a big solid plan. It somehow doesn't seem to pan out and causes no. a lot of grief. Yeah, it does. It does. And that's not to say that planning isn't important, but I think we're learning to hold that loosely. Yes, that's it, isn't it? To set those goals so we know what we want, but then to hold the pathway loosely. I could not have said that better myself. Mm. Let's end on that note. That is perfect. Mm. That's my attitude for 2022. Love it. All right. right. Keep well, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. You can always see more of my art over at susanethercote.com. And if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes, you can find those over on susanethercotestudio.com. I love hearing your comments and feedback. So feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not snap a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories? Be sure to tag me at susan.nevercut so I can say hi. And if you've got a great idea for a future podcast episode or know someone who you think I should interview, then pop on over to susannethercutstudio.com forward slash podcast, hit the button in the header image to shoot me an email. Catch you next time.